I chose William Peace University because of the small class sizes. I feel that you get more one-on-one -on -one time with teachers, with class sizes like about 16 per teacher. You can really get that one-on-one -on -one help a lot of students need. A 12 to one student to faculty ratio is just one of the many reasons students choose William Peace University. Extra attention starts day one for career planning with their Career Services Center. Find out all they have to offer at peace.edu. Let's talk about Major League Baseball and is it viable mm -hmm. in the state of North Carolina, specifically right here in the Triangle area. That's when we bring on Ryan Foos. He's from MLB Raleigh. Give them a follow on Twitter. Uh, Ryan, uh, you have this uh, very interesting Twitter thread that you, uh, you guys put out uh, earlier today, and it's got a lot of engagement. But uh, basically what you're breaking down in this Twitter thread is that within the next 15 years, the Triangle will basically bypass the all small market uh, MLB uh, teams and, and their population, meaning that we are ready now, we'll be ready in the future to potentially have a team. Uh, what do you guys see uh, when it comes down to uh, the Triangle's population and how we can handle a possible MLB team in the future? Yeah, first and foremost, thanks for having us on. It, it's quite dramatic. And I think when we started this kind of movement, we had always knew, like, knew that the Triangle was growing. That, that you saw it just being out and about in Raleigh every day. And then you start looking at the data and then you start talking with the state of North Carolina and you start realizing that there's a lot of uh, positive momentum of where we could be that very well in 10 to 15 years, we're no longer considered a small market. We're that mid market and, and beyond. And I think you can even look at with Charlotte, uh, they had the Hornets and then the NFL came. When the NFL came to Charlotte, it had a smaller population than Raleigh has right now. And this wow. isn't something that MLB is going to be knocking on our door next week saying, put a stadium in and let's go. We're talking about five, six years down the road because we know Oakland to Vegas move, what happens with the Rays. So expansion is a little bit further down the road, which is perfect for us because as you kind of linked, uh, we're going to be larger than Kansas City, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, uh, Milwaukee. There's a lot of markets that, are, are doing well in terms of fandom that we are going to be bigger than in the, the near future. Ryan Foos, MLB Raleigh, joining us here on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline alongside Chris Lee, Dennis Cox here with you. Now, something that a lot of these cities that you have mentioned were obviously traditionally have had teams for decades upon decades, uh, long before they had their population growth to where they are now. I don't understand that Raleigh's passing them, but one thing that pro sports teams need is the infrastructure in the sense of corporate sponsorships. It ha doesn't necessarily necessarily have to have a large population base, but it needs corporate dollars as well. And that's something that the Triangle area right now is lacking, as opposed to Charlotte, that has the huge Fortune 500 banking industry. Yeah, and I think it's going to be involved. Apple's coming. Amazon listed as a finalist. We've been hearing rumors about some other big names that are coming to the Triangle shortly. And uh, it, it's a... Uh, a big old money machine that is MLB. They just broke more revenue records year after year after year, being the fact that we're the 23rd largest TV market. That will only go up. There's a lot of money coming from a lot of different places, and we've also been having conversations with people that are involved in ballparks and, and renovations and stadiums, and the suite level and all that is starting to shrink a little bit. They're starting to see dollars being spent mm -hmm. elsewhere. And so, yes, is it a concern uh, right now? 
But what does that mean for 5, 10, 15 years down the road when the team is actually here? Who is in the triangle? And how can we become that regional partner that you might have a Lowe's or banking partners and everybody coming along with that MLB uh, league-wide partners to really bolster uh, that money side that it would be in Raleigh? Ryan Foos joining us from uh, MLB Raleigh. One of the biggest talking points around having a team in this area would be where would a stadium go? Mm -hmm. Like we already have uh, a lot of uh, congestion when it comes down to the downtown area in Raleigh uh, proper. How would people get in? How would people get out? Are we talking about putting something out in Johnston County? Then would people travel to that? Uh, Where would you think that would be a best location if we were to have an expansion team or a team relocate here in the next uh, five years or so? Uh, there's land available. Uh, and uh, I don't know if we remember the certain land being designated for a sports uh, stadium somewhere around downtown South. But with the stadium, obviously you're going to have a lot of infrastructure issues that you got to work through. And so how does that look for public transportation? How does that look for walkability and biking? Uh, there's a lot of factors that are, are far uh, ahead of our knowledge base, but they need to be figured out. And so I think what we're seeing is a trend in new ballparks and new stadiums of how do we take the congestion and spread it out a little bit? How can we make these avenues that are a little bit safer for people, but then also just, you know, not completely shutting down cities all game day. So there's land, and I think there's opportunity for Raleigh to have a, a close ballpark um, that people from downtown and the surrounding areas can enjoy. I will say sometimes it's hard enough, Ryan, even get into a Canes game uh, if you're trying to travel there as a fan just because of conge- uh, congestion, lack of infrastructure and roads leading to a stadium. So my, I think the stadium is going to have to go out into an area that might not be close to downtown Raleigh. I think that's because right now, even just getting into downtown Raleigh at times when there's a, like GalaxyCon going on at the Raleigh Convention Center, it's hard enough to get downtown. But you're trying to throw in 40,000, 50,000 people for a potential Major League Baseball game. That's going to be difficult. I don't know if the city right now can actually handle doing something downtown. I think it's got to go out maybe somewhere in the RTP area, which might think make things a little bit easier for fans outside of the triangle to get there. Yeah, I think there's options. And, and that's the beautiful thing about not just being a, a city of Raleigh, but being a true triangle team uh, is that we would have options at a lot of different places. And again, there'd be a lot more studies and things done of how this happens and how this works. But I mean, whether it's you're in New York taking the, the Metro or Boston or LA, uh, I think part of the <laughs> the process of going to a sporting event is understanding that it's not going to be smooth sailing unless you're an Oakland A's fan and then you can pretty much stroll right in. But other than that, uh, there is some kind of acknowledgement that it won't be exactly perfect every single time. Ryan Foose joining us right here on the Houston Automotive Group Hotline. I'm Chris Lee, Dennis Jamel Cox, Graham Hill uh, producing for us today. One of the stats that you guys put out today on your Twitter account uh, talked about the uh, metro statistical area, the MSA, and you're saying that the uh, our statistics here kind of get skewed a little bit because of our setup. You have the three different cities. Can you explain that a little bit and how maybe uh, because we have that uh, unique setup where you have three different cities that make up our uh, populace, our area, how that has counted against us and how the MLB looks at their uh, potential uh, markets to expand to? 
Yeah, so in the shortest terms, MSA is, is the metro size. Um, and years ago, it was divided that Durham and Chapel Hill were going to go to the north. We are going to stay with uh, Cary, and that was kind of being the split. So when you look at Charlotte and when you look at a lot of these other metros, it's, it's, it's taking a piece of pretty much all that pie where here it's a unique situation where you have this commuter belt. It's a spoken wheel system. They're all connected, and yet they're separated in half. And so the problem is when you move up to a CSA, which is a combined statistical area where we would include Durham and Chapel Hill and others, then you, uh, you, you're, you're making a huge landmass for other places. You might be looking at Vegas where it's 11,000 square miles that that CSA now takes up. So it's a little bit confusing, but honestly, we feel as though the triangle is a metro area. People would be coming from all parts of the triangle for this team. And so when you look at that, uh, you're all of a sudden looking at 2.2 million. You're pushing 3 million in the future of people that are in this commuter belt uh, that just so happens to be divided in half from uh, a few decades ago. Ryan, my final question for you is this. How can Major League Baseball right now help folks and fans in the triangle in terms of just being able to watch games? <laughs> we, we make that joke fairly often uh, that we're a movement to get Major League Baseball. We're also a movement to end blackouts. And I think it's going to be a really interesting situation in the near future. You saw it with San Diego Padres breaking away, starting their own thing, and now expanding out the amount of people that can take in Padres games. We hope that's the same way. we got the Braves, we got the Nats, we got the Orioles. Whom is going to take it over? If not, can we do a, a, a paid a watch situation through MLB.com that we can ensure that we can watch all these games? But I, I think it's something that Major League Baseball is going to have to think about and is thinking about. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised as Bally and others kind of fade and, and mush to a, a more localized TV station that more people are going to be able to watch soon. Ryan, my final question for you, uh, just basically how will a team be able to get here? Uh, if you just look in, a, in the future, of course, we mentioned uh, the, the Rays. There's a chance that they may, may potentially have to move. Is Raleigh a, a viable destination uh, for a relocation? Or does it have to be uh, an expansion team? We also hear about uh, Nashville, why Nashville is going to be attractive for the MLB, but they're also their taxpayers just approved for a huge uh, new stadium for uh, the Titans. Will they be tapped out uh, in the next couple of years to try to also do a major league baseball stadium? What, what is the best possible outcome? How this actually happens? How do we actually get major league baseball to Raleigh? It's a domino effect, and a huge domino is having the governor come out and say that he wants Major League Baseball in North Carolina and that he wants to fight for it. And I think we've been hearing a lot of uh, positive responses from uh, folks in government that say, yeah, why isn't there a team in North Carolina? We could eventually have the seventh most populated state, and we're the only one that doesn't have a team while everybody else has two to, to four. So uh, government mm. involvement, land there has to obviously be that money play, whether it's private or public. Um, and just like you mentioned, Nashville putting in $2 billion in the last five years for sports specifically is a huge, huge hurdle that I don't think people realize of. You can only tax people so many times for a, for a single entity before it kind of wears out its welcome. So I think we have an advantage um, in all those areas. And we're just really excited that 
in the coming months to slowly kind of showcase what's been going on behind the scenes and, and allow folks into our world of why we think not only North Carolina should have a team, but it should be in the capital. All right, give them a follow at MLB Raleigh on Twitter. All kinds of good information putting out there and, of course, leading the charge to try to get uh, baseball to this area or at least to end the blackout so we can at least watch uh, the games we want to watch. Ryan, thank you so much for, for joining us today. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Best of the Drive podcast. I'm Tim Donnelly here with Coach Pete of Capital Financial Advisory Group. Coach, is it still true that a million is enough to retire on? Tim, maybe and maybe not. The most important thing is to get a real plan that gives you income you never outlive. We'll give that away to the next 10 people. Call right now. The number to call, 800-691-3215. Text TIM to 600-700 if you're interested in texting. Once again, that phone number is 800-691-3215 or text TIM to 600-700 for that deal. Chris, I am curious in the sense that I get the population mindset of this, but two things pop in my head. I'm curious if we're ever going to get the infrastructure to support a Major League Baseball stadium. And I'm also curious if a team is willing to relocate here if the corporate dollars are there in terms of corporate dollars for naming rights to a stadium, whether it's corporate dollars for sponsorships that you see, maybe not the naming rights of the whole stadium, but inside the stadium as well. That stuff does matter. I'm curious if we're actually going to have that here. I know we got a lot of these businesses that are coming to this area, but are they willing to get into the sports game? That's the big question. Yeah, you know what? I would think that uh, if you're coming here, uh, you're wanting to invest in the area, right? Mm -hmm. And so part of the investment in the area is to be a part of what's going to drive the community. If there is a baseball team that is uh, coming here, if it comes here in the next, uh, let's say, five to ten years, wouldn't that make, wouldn't that solidify Apple and and, uh, Google and uh, what's the uh, company? I can't remember the name of the, the Korean company that's coming to Chatham County. Yeah. Like, it should, like, to me, it should just kind of reinforce to them like, oh, yeah, okay, we, we came to this area for a reason. It's growing. We'll have a bigger base of people to, um, uh, to try to employ. We'll have our name out in the community. It'll be uh, – I'm, I'm optimistic about it. Like, you know, with, uh, with the growth that is coming here, I, I do see a situation where there could be enough corporate dollars. And then Ryan said it himself, you know, a lot of places are getting rid of as all the, uh, the, uh, the suites – Mm -hmm. that they're having and um you know the way people are watching games is a little bit different so if we do get a stadium built here maybe the stadium is built here and with the idea in mind that it's going to be more four to six person seated areas um that are a little bit more comfortable versus uh suites that you have to sell to corporate sponsors so i don't know we'll have to see what happens but i'm kind of optimistic about it it's not going to happen for a while. Let's be honest. It's not going to happen for a while. But also, again, the just the infrastructure, getting to and from games. If you make it a pain in the tail to get to games, oh, people yeah. are going to stop going. For example, look at the Washington Commanders. Their games played out at FedEx Field in Landover, Maryland. That place stinks. It's like, it's like <laughs> South Carolina. It sucks. Yeah. Uh, but getting to and from FedEx Field in Landover is the worst. It's really like one highway in, one highway out. There's a yeah. metro stop that you have to walk a mile plus to get to the stadium from there. It's out in the middle of nowhere. There's nothing else to do around it. It stinks. And guess what fans started doing? You know what? The team's not any good. 
it's it, it's a pain in the butt to get to this place. I'm not gonna just I'm just not gonna go to games anymore, or even for single games. I'm just not gonna do that anymore because it's not worth my yeah. time. So it, you have to make sure that it. Yeah, there are always going to be some sort of congestions anytime you go to a sporting event. I understand that that comes with the territory, but when you get to the point where it's just unbearable and your team's not that good. People aren't going to show up. It's as simple as that. So whatever the city yeah. does, like you have to make sure you have the infrastructure in place, whether you put a stadium out in RTP or whatever it might be, you have to make sure that you have multiple ways in and out. Otherwise, people aren't just going to deal with the hassle. I could sit at home where it's cool in the air conditioning and watch a game that way. Well, hopefully the right people are listening and uh, are currently drafting multiple plans, different mm-hmm. ways that we could try to work around this. Try to see if a downtown play could possibly work which we'll probably have to, you know, we have to put a lot into uh, new road uh, mm-hmm. construction and things like that to help out with that situation. Or maybe there's other spots with uh, with a lot more land that we're looking at to, to develop into because we're also building a bunch of homes, right? There's a bunch of big yeah. homes being built just close to my house over here in, in Durham because of the uh, expansion. This was like a rural rural area of Durham, and now it's just expanding. So how can we help out with that with the potential baseball stadium? Hopefully those plans will come into place, but I'm with you. Those all, those questions definitely have to be answered. You mentioned the word drafting, Chris, and the NHL draft is going on right now. And last night, I got to celebrate my girlfriend's birthday. Yay. Got to take her out to a nice, wonderful dinner. Gave her a Happy few birthday. presents. Happy birthday. Shout outs. Shout Happy outs birthday, Mrs. Cox. Well, hold on. That's my mom. <laughs> That's my mom. Her birthday's out in there. April. I'm speaking good things into existence. Putting it out there. Put me on the spot. So, <laughs> put me on the spot, Chris. Come on now. My, my face is turning red. Red is the shirt that you're wearing. Goodness. Goodness. Oh, Graham's going to clip this. This is going up online. I can tell you that right now. But we actually had a conversation last time we were at dinner because we were talking about what we wanted to eat, uh, looking at the menu, what sides we wanted to grab. And we just kind of got into this conversation of if we can go to, for example, like a uh, a bunch of different, I call them like your middle of the line chain restaurants. We're talking like your Chili's, your Olive Garden, your Applebee's, TGI Fridays, that kind of place. Buffalo Wild Wings. If you got to go to these middle of the line uh, locations in terms of just getting food. Again, national chain restaurants. We could draft together our meal. Get to take one, one item from a different location. What's the ideal meal that you put together? So, Graham, I'm including you in this draft, by the way. So, Graham's in this draft. By the way, Chris, we're going to give Graham the first pick in the draft once again. I'm curious to see what he comes oh, up no. with. So, this is our he's, draft. He's drafting Kinston, North the, Carolina. Exactly. Yeah, it's a food chain in Kinston. That's what it is. Of course. He's going to Smithfield's <laughs> Chicken and Barbecue is what he's going to well, do. Okay. Uh, well. Graham, what is your first? No, caveat on this is each one of your four items has to come from a different restaurant. But you have to make sure you have at least one appetizer, one main course, at least one side dish. And the fourth thing could be another side, another appetizer, a bread option, dessert, what about whatever the, okay. it is. Dessert, dessert so count. whatever you want to do. So, Graham, I'll let you pick first. Draft pick sounds. Oh, yeah, we're going all official. With the first pick in my food draft, I'm going with a Bloomin' Onion from Outback. Oh, okay. And Solid water choice. to start off with. There's nothing like that smell. The tearing of the onion and the dipping sauce. Oh, yeah. it's so yeah. nostalgic. So nostalgic. So that's my first pick, a Bloomin' Onion from Outback. Okay, there we go. All right, uh, Graham, got the Bloomin' Onion. Chris, that's off the board. What's your pick? 
Okay, with the second pick, I'm going to go a main dish, and I hope that this counts, but I love the sesame sesame tofu from Red Bull. Okay. Red Bull is a, is a pretty good, like I've seen it all over North Carolina. I, I've seen it a couple times outside of North Carolina, so hopefully it fits into the same category as the type of chain restaurants you're looking for. Sure, I'm going. Uh, but, you know, my I figured that I could probably pretty much get whatever I want because I need the vegan options, mm-hmm. and their sesame tofu is amazing. Shout-outs to Red Bull. Okay, I like it. I like it. That's a solid one. All right, for my first choice here, I'm going the cheddar biscuits as an appetizer from uh, from Red Lobster. Those Red Lobster, those cheddar biscuits, man, give them to me. Give me those cheddar biscuits. Have those again. Those were absolutely fantastic. All right, so we'll snake draft this one, by the way. So I'm actually going to get the first pick of the second round. So with the fourth overall pick, I'm going to, I'm actually going to go straight to a side option here. I'm going the bottomless fries at Red Robin. Bottomless seasoned fries at Red Robin. I've got that and cheddar biscuits from Red Lobster right now. Let's go. A lot of carbs. I know, and they're delicious. Those are good carbs. Darn right. All right, so I'll go next. Uh, My next pick, Mm -hmm. which would also be a side, I am choosing... The chili garlic green beans from P.F. Chang's. Oh, those okay. things hit, my man. Okay. P.F. Chang's, you have something on your hands. Please do not get rid of that. Okay. Ever. All right, Graham, your choice. Looks like we're all going side items in this round. For my next pick, I'm going with something a little more healthy after consuming all the grease from the Bloomin' Onion. Give me a house salad with Thousand Island dressing from a Logan's Steakhouse. Okay. Logan's. Okay. I respect that. Okay, I respect that. All right, Graham, so we're back to the third round here. You got first pick. We're, cha- we're snake drafting this. What else you got? All right, it's now time for my main course. I'm going over to Texas Roadhouse to get ribs and loaded baked potato. Dang. Okay. Love me some ribs. Okay, so you're going the ribs. So you, you can't take the baked potato because you already have your side. Okay, that's right. So you're that's taking right. the ribs here. Okay, so you're going the ribs from Texas Roadhouse. Okay. All right, Chris, All right. you're up. All right, so I'm taking my talents to the Cheesecake Factory for my appetizer. Oh. And that's where we're going to select the Korean fried cauliflower. That thing is amazing. Okay. It's amazing. Don't get rid of it. Please do not get rid of it. All right. It. Cauliflower it is. Uh, I'm actually going to go to as another like option, like either appetizer or side. I'm going to P.F. Chang's too, Chris. Give me those homemade dumplings. Give me yeah. the dumplings from P.F. Yeah. Chang's. Solid, solid choice. And then my final one here, final one. I am going for my main course. I'm going with a nice, delicious steak from Ruth Chris. Ruth Chris Steakhouse. Chain restaurants. Here we go. Ruth Chris, give me a steak. Well, Great. I was going to go to the Cheesecake Factory to get my dessert, but since Chris knocked that out of the option list. No, you can still take a different dessert well, from that restaurant, unless it was the exact same one Chris yeah, had. I want to be different. Okay. I, I don't want to go to Crabtree Valley more for my dessert. I'm actually going to go to the Village District to get frozen custard from Goodberries. Love me some okay. Goodberries frozen custard. Okay. It's so, also located in North Raleigh, too. Okay, there we go. I think uh, that's it. All right. Chris, you're done, right? No, I have, oh, sorry, I have you got my one final more. pick. I'll do my fourth pick. Can can I use Zaxby's? 
No, that's a fast food. That's fast food. No, we're going non-fast food locations here. Okay. Come on, Chris. Well, the item that the re- there's a reason why I wanted to do Zaxby's. Though, why is but that? Here's the thing. I'll just say this. If you're a vegan and you go to a lot of these places that mm-hmm. don't have options, what's the number one thing you're going to get? Bread. Fries. Oh, there we go. So that's I, I like Zaxby's fries, but I'm just going to say you said bottomless fries from, um, from, Red, from Robin. Red Robin. I think mm-hmm. that's, that's what you said. Yeah. I'll take the fries from anywhere else. Anywhere else. Fries. Okay. There we go. There it is. So there you go. There are the options that we have right there. There's our draft because you know why? It's the NHL draft and it's summertime. Let's lean into it. Let's have a little bit of fun. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. I am the project manager. The Designery is a lovely kitchen, bath, and closet remodeling company. We do pretty much any of the utility spaces in your house. If you want to store things in your cabinets, if you want to work on things on your countertops, if you want to uh, have a floor that can get wet or muddy, we're the place to help you fix your home up. We are the Designery North Raleigh, located at 3030 Wake Forest Road in the Holly Park Plaza. We would love to see you or visit our website at thedesignery.com.